0: Buccaneers have a second Super Bowl title in franchise history. You're looking at the greatest right there.
1: Network Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawkster with you on a Thursday. A ton to get to today. Some great NBA action last night. More good games tonight. We'll talk to Sean Zerillo, Action Network, on his MLB projections, and our guy Ed Egras on the Final Four. Our MLB Cy Young plays as well coming up as the show goes along. But we got to start. What else? The NFL. We're four weeks from the draft. We're one from opening day. The Masters is next week, but the NFL always jumps up top. And last night we get a very big surprise, though I'm not sure how big of a surprise it was if you're really paying attention to the kind of behind-the-scenes stuff going on in Tampa. Guys, Bruce Arians out in Tampa Bay as the head coach. Todd Bowles now elevated to head coach. Something was obviously going wrong behind the scenes here. When Brady left and there we heard there was friction between him and Bruce Arians, Joe, I don't buy this Bruce Arians thing that he wanted to leave the the franchise in a good place. And he would have stayed, he said, if Brady didn't come back because they would have had a different quarterback situation. This doesn't make any sense.
0: I'll get to that in a second. As far as betting the team impact on the 2022 season, this is a complete zero for me. Zero. This is nothing. Bruce Arians, was he running the offense? No. People think he was. But he wasn't. It was Brady. It was Leftwich. Was he running the defense? Absolutely not. It's one of those situations where you have the the, the figurehead is the offensive-minded coach who's accomplished a lot in the league, but the defense was all Todd Bowles. I'd be surprised if Aarons was even in on any of those meetings. And he clearly felt that Bowles should have been um, more involved with some of these other jobs. Yes, it's a little too convenient for the succession plan to come out at this point but i will say i think it's a little bit of column a and a little bit of column b i don't think selection sunday it it, brady's return was contingent that arian steps down and we've got the tv show succession going on with the tampa bay buccaneers i don't think that was going to happen no impact on the season for me i understand why it's a story because the head coach makes some of those big in-game decisions but It's not going to put me on or off the Tampa Bay Bucks in any way. Man, was that an interesting storyline, though? It really was. And we have seen this in the past where coaches know they're going to leave. And I I don't really buy the that Aaron's going to coach one more year the whole time. But coaches know they're going to leave, but don't make the announcement until there's no possible way for the team to go find another we saw with Wisconsin Badgers I mean completely different scenario but we've seen this in the past like I want my guy to get this job and I'm worried that if I retire if I resign right now my guy's not going to get the job that he so richly richly deserves and maybe that was part of it maybe that was part of it I I think it's a little bit of both I really do
1: Aaron what was your reaction Arians out in Tampa
2: My first reaction was like, we saw this coming because right after the season ended, Bruce Arians was making all these sideways comments and he wasn't holding back. You could tell there was friction. Remember? I mean, we talked about it on this show. He was like, yeah, Brady gets all the credit, but it wasn't just him on the team. And then he made like another comment about him retiring and... It's just not surprising, and uh, this is Brady's team. He gets what he wants, and clearly he didn't want him to be the head coach, and here we are.
1: Yeah, here we are. So, Joe, it's interesting. I, I actually downgrade the Bucks a little bit. I thought Bowles was a very conservative and really poor in-game coach with the Jets when he had his first chance to be a head coach. Maybe he evolves. Maybe he's different, and he has Tom Brady as his quarterback. He obviously didn't have anyone in Tom Brady's class when he got his chance with the Jets to be a head coach. I didn't think he was a good head coach. He's a good defensive mind, but I thought he was really conservative. And I don't think you could win that way in the NFC. I mean, he's going to go up against Rodgers and Stafford. So I I have to see it to get to your level. Right? And if during the season, if he's, if he's aggressive and he's kind of running things the way I think you should in the, in the modern NFL, I'd be okay with him. But my first impression of Bowles, the only impression we have, him as a head coach, I wasn't impressed. I mean, we know he can coach defense, and he's – I think he's a smart guy, but and he's a leader, but I didn't like him as a head coach, so that worries me a little bit.
0: I'm coming from the perspective that this is a well-oiled machine. He's got the GOAT as his quarterback the slash offensive coordinator, and he's got Byron Leftwich playing. The, I mean, what do you complain about? Why would you change things at all? I think Todd Bowles is smart enough, and we've seen head coaches. Unfortunately, there are many that don't get that second opportunity, and he's going to learn from it. I think he's learned from his time in Tampa Bay. And I'm banking I'm, – I'm not saying he's going to be a Hall of Fame coach or anything like that. I just don't think it really impacts things that much and that it's a huge downgrade, and I'm going to say, I'm completely off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I thought Bowles should have gotten a job, to be quite honest. I I would have preferred Bowles to Eberflus here in Chicago. So I, I think they're going to be just fine, and he's going to learn from his past experience and what's occurred during a lot of winning times over the last couple of years in Tampa.
1: I wonder, Aaron, if we get more on this story, the the behind the scenes, the the drama here, because it's there's something weird. Remember uh, Arians at the combine talked about some people just want to hear their name in the news and be out there. Yeah, there's something
2: like Tom Brady put Bruce Arians on the map. You know, I mean, I feel like no matter what's going on between them, uh, you know, it's kind of like how he's been able to elevate Gronk's career. Being attached to Tom Brady. It's not like he got kicked to the curb. He is now in the front office, so I don't know. No matter what's going on, I still think he should be a little bit grateful to Tom Brady and what he's been able to do in terms of his name and reputation, winning a Super Bowl. It's
0: petty. Is, is Whatever's is Aaron- going
2: on between them seems petty to me, but I don't know.
0: <laughs> How often <laughs> I don't is know what it going to be in that office? If he's, really, he's kicking him upstairs, got a job for the Glazers. Not often. Dude, he's retired. He'll
2: be out golfing. It's
1: fine. Yeah, Bruce is going to collect a check, (laughs) golf, have cocktails. Yeah.
0: I feel like he was already doing that. So now it's just going to be like 99% of the time. So, I mean, do you guys think that the agreement for Brady to come back with the Bucks, the announcement made on Selection Sunday, this was part of that?
1: Yeah. I think he
0: knew. And they
2: were just trying to figure out how to maneuver it. I'm sure they were like, yeah, we'll do
0: this for you. Well, I was saying even before the Brady stuff, why is Arians coming back? Why wouldn't you just retire right now? Come back for Lynn Gabbard, whatever they were going to do there. And he said Arians
2: wants to prove that they can win without Brady because there is friction there.
1: So he said that in the story, I forget it was the Peter, because Peter King and Sam Farmer broke this story together. One Uh of the stories I was reading last night, he said he was, I forget what the word he used, but kind of energized by the idea of, of trying to win and showing everyone they can win with without Tom Brady. Dude, like
2: you're not Bill Belichick.
1: Dude. I know you're not. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> what are you doing? I, I, I can't wait for the story to come out, like, the timeline here. Did Brady ask out? Did he want to go to the Niners? Did they say no? Did he then say, all right, but maybe no Bruce? He needs to do back? a
2: documentary. I I want, oh, I want everything. Yeah, I want everything now.
0: Another it's Brady gonna come out. It's going to come out if Brady decides It's it, it should come out. Sure. That, that's how we're going to find it. That's what everything that's happened in Tampa Bay when Brady decides because or yeah.
1: if Bruce has a couple extra cocktails and calls a reporter up in three weeks and says I'd still be there if Tom didn't want me out yeah
0: but you're right and he is chatty with a lot of reporters has a lot of friends in the business but I don't think Arians wants to embarrass himself and, yeah, or Bowles was...
1: or undermine Bowles, yeah. yeah make it seem yeah. like he didn't
2: Tom Brady him. will embarrass anyone if they go up against him and he doesn't like you, I mean, he can just control the narrative that way and squash anybody that tries to rival him.
0: I will but, say, BS or not, and, and I saw—I forgot who it was. Somebody made this point uh, that that Brady's goodbye or what he said publicly about Arians after last night, after two years, was more than anything he ever did after twenty with Belichick. Back. Yes,
1: but he's Remember? also more.
2: He's In also more social media he never aware even- now. He never even mentioned the Patriots
1: in right.
2: Bill in that whole like Instagram post. That, that was crazy to me.
1: What wow. a weird Brady offseason. Brady back, Arian's out, Bull's hey. the head coach. Is he turning
2: Not- into Aaron Rodgers who doesn't talk to his family? Like now he doesn't want to talk to his coaches.
0: Remember yesterday when I said the NFL is finally letting us breathe, nope. taking a break? Nope. Should have nope. known right when I said that.
1: No shot. So that's the big NFL story from last night. Arians out, Bowles the head coach. Odds basically the same uh, in line with, with Joe's thinking on their futures here. Let's jump to some NBA. Good slate last night. We talked about it. The Suns hold off the Warriors 107-103. Let's hear from Steve Kerr on his team fighting throughout.
0: Love the competitiveness. It was a great performance. Yeah. Um in terms of our defense and our energy and uh, just the um, the fight from, from start to finish. We just couldn't, couldn't close the game, couldn't finish it out. But I think the main thing, you know, we, we can come out of that game and recognizing our team. That's, you know, that's our team. Um, so it's a great sign. And, and that's what it needs to look like uh, from here on out, but with a little better decision-making offensively. And uh, we go from there and well, we got a chance to, to be really good.
1: It's interesting hearing Kerr switch the tactic here. You, you hear that? That's, he's speaking as if they're, and they are, an underdog now. Mm-hmm. Two months ago, three months ago, they were on even footing, these two teams. Now it's like, well, listen, we fought. We fought against the best. He called call them the best team, but they're opposite the best team. That was an interesting tactic. Like, hey, we could play with those guys, which tells you how much Kerr's thinking he's got to change things as we get to the playoffs.
0: They're the four now. They fell to the four seed. Like, that's been the storyline here, much of the second half for the Warriors. How much are they actually going to tumble? By the way, last night, Bridges on the line, one second left, misses one, hits the second one. If he makes the first free throw, they cover. They cover the four and a half. Phoenix does.
1: It dropped to four at one point, so it was a push in some places. But the four and a half, you're right. That was it.
0: Betting the NBA is so hard, man. <laughs> These sides, no matter what the score is in the middle of the game, you see a 30-point lead. It doesn't matter. At the very end, you are going to be very, very sweaty.
1: You are. So the Suns win at 107-103. Don't cover the four and a half. And, Joe, you mentioned it. Joe just mentioned that the, um, the Warriors have dropped to four. That's because the Mavericks won again last night. Luca was incredible. Let's hear a little bit about that. Mavericks win last night over Cleveland. And in this case, Dallas gets the ball to Luka, and you know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, he he does a great job at playing you know, at the right tempo and the right speed. Uh, he doesn't allow you to speed him up. But tonight it was a pick your poison because his teammates were making shots, you know, also. And he does a great job of finding them and setting them up. And I think they do a really good job of moving the basketball out of whatever action you put,
2: you know, Luka in. And I think he, he's a wizard with that ball in his hands. Uh, it makes it really difficult on you. Nah, we deep, man. Everybody, everybody love playing with each other. You know, we got a, you know, a, a, our best player love passing the ball, so it's just contagious.
1: Aaron, your guy Luca is on fire right now. I mean, he's just he's carrying that team, and they're playing incredible defense. They they look excellent right now as we head towards the playoffs.
2: I love it, and I'm going to see Luca tomorrow when You're they to the come game? to Washington. Yep, I'm going to the game. Got to support my MVP ticket. Go see Luca up close and personal because I am not going to see the Wizards. Let's not get it twisted. I even had a hard time finding a friend to go with me because everyone's like, the Wizards suck. I don't want to do this on a Friday night. Finally, I found someone, so we are going. But I'm excited. Um, Looking forward to it. I haven't been to a game all year, so it'll be fun.
1: You know what the Mavericks are, Joe? And they're not getting the same hype. They are the Celtics of the Western Conference. They were ah. sixteen. They were sixteen oh, and eighteen. Gee. Love the comp. They're thirty-two and eleven since being sixteen and eighteen. Thirty-two and eleven over the last forty-three games. I mean, that's new head
0: coaches. Yeah, right.
1: It took a little while. Play good defense. One star score. I mean, Brown is better than whoever we think the second best score on Dallas. What is, are the but...
2: Mavericks who win the West?
3: Fourteen to one. Glad you brought that up, Aaron. Um, so you know,
2: I am a better now. So I am
3: thinking. <laughs> Was that tie into our so the I saw Reed Wallach, our guy, tweet out that he was gonna jump on that at fourteen to one. And so it got me thinking, like, it actually kind of ties in to our T Wolves, fifty-five to one. If they if they match up in the second round, like again, T Wolves have to get out of the seven two at this point, Mavs get out of the three six, you're free you're you're good till the finals and then you're hedging once you get there against whether it's the Suns or whoever else.
0: How confident are you that they're
3: the three? Uh, You're playing on them being the three, which ironically enough, they're going to be playing as if the season ended today. They're playing the Jazz, which that looked like the 4-5 matchup like a week ago. So they're probably going to end up playing the Jazz either way, which the Jazz look dead. Like the Jazz might be in trouble. Five
1: losses in a row, under 500 on the road. They've been it's pretty rough in Phoenix I'm now seeing, out, like,
3: articles about trading Donovan Mitchell this offseason to get a haul
0: back like they did with uh Darren Williams yeah well they're done it's they know it's not working it's not going to work like and once they vocalize that to us like imagine what it is internally like, it right. is a wrap with them they they are the ultimate fade.
3: so it's interesting you, back to your original question Joe like yeah or, and less confident, like obviously big, you know, they got to the three last night, the Mavs did, but the Warriors, that might be one of the better games they played. And if they play like that down the stretch, they will lock in that three.
0: Uh, we can circle back to this. I'm concerned that we're bouncing from week to week to the the hot Western Conference team and looking for, uh, looking for something that just isn't there. Like, is anybody really going to take down Phoenix?
1: I don't think anyone is, but I do think it's an interesting play at 14-1. to
0: Joe Ojo, G, Aaron Hawksworth,
1: BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. We'll look look at Final Four props coming up on the other side.
3: These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.